Straight from the 734, it's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Your chance to get in on the action. I can guarantee you it's one area of the building I won't be using because we all know how little time I'm spending in any weight room. A lot of crazy scenarios that can happen and need to happen for the defending MAC tournament champions. Uh, the assist numbers spoke for themselves. Looking forward to the trip down to Akron. Uh, sure, Akron. Now, let's send it to the guys on the inside of it all. Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell. Well, if you remember those commercials in the early 2000s where Tom Glavin and Greg Maddox were on, Chicks Dig the Long Ball, and boy, oh boy, Alex Jewell, do we have plenty of long baseball to talk about on this episode of the Eastern Insider. It's another Monday, another chance to catch up on all things ZME Athletics, and you're right, Greg, baseball this past weekend, well, they took a little trip to St. Bonaventure in New York, and wow, oh wow, did they hit the cover off the baseball. I'm talking like video game movie quality hitting 33 runs in two games that were both on the same day, by the way. A doubleheader sweep of the Bonnies, 20-5 to five in the first game, then 13 runs they put up in the second game, and it was it's certainly... like you and me on MLB The Show. Um, I can't do that on MLB The Show, uh, and I don't want to talk about how embarrassing my swing is in real life, but nonetheless... An unbelievable weekend for Eric Roof and company, Greg, and a great way to keep it rolling into this week because the next few weeks, we've got some bonus baseball for our fans here at Eastern Michigan. You certainly do. You have Toledo coming up on Tuesday, a home game, 6 o'clock. We'll have airtime coverage coming up on emueagles.com. And then this weekend, they are in Bowling Green to take on the Falcons. The Falcons resurrected after last year. Their baseball team was on the verge of being cut, so they're having a strong season. So Eric Roof and company have a lot on their plate. We'll talk with Gabe Denton and Coach Roof in this show, so we hope you stay along. That's not the only sport going along. Uh, We want to certainly give credit where credit is due. EMU Rowing goes on the road up to number 20 Wisconsin and goes toe-to-toe with the Badgers, so Kemp Savage and company once again testing their go at it they are getting ready for the CAAs coming up before we know it and really a good test for them as they went neck and neck with the Badgers. Well, rowing's a team that we've talked about as much as we can the last couple of years. They've really done a nice job of slowly building that program up to a really competitive spot. We've talked to Kemp a few times this year and about his squad. It's a, it's a group that has really done a nice job emerging, Greg, and the future is bright. If you're someone that's interested in rowing here or as someone you know somebody that might be in that boat, good pun there, it's a great opportunity to learn more about Eastern Michigan's rowing, and, and really they've got a team, Greg, that for the next foreseeable future is going to be really competitive in the CAA and has really done a nice job of building this program up. Yeah, you certainly look at it. The big wild card Northeastern, they have not rode against people that are outside the city of Boston. So how that will compare, we'll see how that goes. We do know how one team fared in their championship. That was Bruce Cunningham and company. His men's golf crew were in action over the weekend, finishing fifth at the MAC championship down in Fort Wayne. A struggle performance on the first round of Friday's action, but then Eastern Michigan, as they typically do, Bruce Cunningham and company turned it around to to have consecutive rounds of improvement, uh, finishing uh, strong at the tournament, but still just fell too far behind early on. So Cougar Collins and Ty Saloni, uh, as the seniors of that class, 
really also saw a very strong performance out of Zach Mason, the redshirt, uh, redshirt junior, who finished tied for 10th in that meet this weekend. Well, a golf uh, finish that maybe Bruce Cunningham would have liked to see it finish a little bit better. But you talked about it, Greg, a lot of positives coming out of this weekend. And if we know anything about the program that men's golf has established over the last few decades, it's that they'll be back and ready to swing it next year and certainly uh, even this fall yet. And so a great team looking forward and a lot of young faces there too. Not maybe as many as the women's team we talked about last week, but still some really good young talent on Bruce Cunningham's squad. And it'll be fun to watch them as they continue to grow and get back to that MAC championship winner circle. And then we have this weekend the opportunity to get the old Triple Crown in play as track and field. They will head to Oxford, Ohio to take on the Miami Redhawks and the rest of the league in the outdoor track and field championship. The men's team has already won the cross-country title. They've won the indoor title. Now can they close with the outdoor title? Sue Parks and company will try their best to bring it back home to Ypsilanti and bring home championship number 154 and maybe 155 possibly as the women's team also a chance for a strong finish against the field in Oxford. So as the sports season continues to wind down, Alex, a little bit more, we only have a handful of teams still in action, but boy, this is a big week for EMU Athletics. It is, and you mentioned that track and field outdoor championship. That'll go all day Friday and Saturday, Greg. So for those those of you that are listening that want updates, make sure you follow along and on emueagles.com. There'll be updates posted on each day. Also, the social media accounts for the team you can follow. We'll have some consistent updates throughout the day as well. And we forgot to mention, we should mention too, that it was also tennis's senior day this past weekend. So congratulations to that group out there that has made the Chippewa Club their home the last few years and has done a really nice job earning back-to-back seasons with double-digit wins. That's something that has not happened for a few years here at Eastern Michigan, so it's a good opportunity for them as well and so congratulations to them on a successful season as well so you said it greg a lot of things coming down the pipe and that certainly is consistent with baseball too you mentioned that a trip down to bowling green this weekend and not before though tomorrow night against toledo and you mentioned we talked to gabe denton who had a fantastic weekend this past weekend you'll hear him on the other side of the break followed up by eric Roop. so a great show in store we hope you'll listen in and hear all about eastern michigan baseball continue to follow us on our social media sites and on emueagles.com where you'll find the best information about the department that you can you certainly can and don't forget tomorrow beginning at 5 50 on emueagles.com or your eastern michigan mobile app you too can watch the game if you can't make it out to the big ball park on Hewitt Road. You can watch the game for free on EMU All Access as we'll have the broadcast. Alex and I with the pregame show with Eric Roof and then all of the blow-by-blow right after that. All this week and all home games upcoming for the rest of the season. Well, and we should say there is a small fee. I mean, you do have to endure you and me for three hours plus during these baseball games and that's really a knock on myself. People love the silky voice of Greg Steiner but you will have to hear me providing some color, although I promise you... Or if you bring him food, that way he, he has his mouthful and can't talk for a little while. That's true, but I will say I do a decent job of acting like I know what happens in baseball games. So if you're listening, don't be afraid to to reach out to us too during the game and let us know what you're thinking. Let us know where you're watching from, and you might even get a shout-out on the broadcast. Yep, absolutely. We we always appreciate people tuning in. We always appreciate you tuning in. So enough of us. Let's get to the stars of the hour. That's first Gabe Denton, followed by head baseball coach Eric Roof after this. Be sure to download the Eastern Michigan game. 
Game Day app. Available in the App Store and Google Play. The EMU Athletics app features live video, real-time social streams, scoreboards, stats, and more. An entire app dedicated to Eastern Athletics. Download the EMU Athletics app today. Well, every weekend you get to play baseball is a good weekend, but it's not every weekend that your favorite team, the Eastern Michigan Eagles, puts up 33 runs in two games. That's exactly what the green and white was able to do against St. Bonaventure this past weekend, a doubleheader they played on Saturday. And let's just put it out there. It was pure domination for Eric Roof and company as they were able to beat the Bonnies 20 to 5 in game one and 13 to 2 in game two. And we're so pleased now to be joined by by one of the stars of the weekend series, a transfer student that's uh, now playing here in the script team. We're sure happy about that. It's Gabe Denton. First and foremost, Gabe, heck of a weekend from the team side of things. And we'll get into your individual performance as well. But just as a team, how important is it and how good was it for you guys to be able to go out against the Bonnies and not only win a set of games, but absolutely dismantle opposing pitcher? Oh, it was it was great. Um, after our little COVID pause, you know, you're a little bit worried and uh, heading into May, we have a lot of a lot of ball games against a lot of pretty solid Mac teams. So it's really, really important to kind of get that confidence and uh, kind of start the role going into the rest of the season here. Well, and you mentioned it a little bit of time off. You had a series that you weren't able to play against Toledo, and we'll see some makeup games for the next couple of Tuesdays as we get those games back in. But you think about that, and a pause like that, we've seen it so much throughout other sports, can either be really good for a team or pretty detrimental not being able to be together and then having to get right back into competition. For you guys, it looks like it might have been kind of a good thing. Was that more of just maybe a time that – everybody got to reflect on just getting back and getting a little breather or why was it such a good thing maybe to have a a little bit of time off? Yeah. So we had that little rough patch uh, against uh, Ohio and uh, Miami there. Uh, We kind of bounced back against Ball State and we kind of thought we were going to start the role right there. We're really, really disappointed that uh, we couldn't play Toledo because we thought that we're going to get hot. You know, we kind of all could feel it. Um, And it was just great to you know, go the seven days and everybody coming to practice every single day, ready to go and kind of pick up where we left off against Ball State. Against St. Bonaventure, everything just seemed to start clicking the team's way. You put up 20 runs and one outing and uh, followed up with a 13 run performance. When the offense is clicking like that, offense is is contagious. How was it out there uh, as a collective group swinging the bats? Oh, it was, I mean, from the first inning of the first game, uh, we kind of, I mean, we let off with a hit. Like, that's huge, you know, and you just kind of pass it down from there. Um, I think we had a eight-hit inning at one point with 14 batters or something like that. Like, that's just, it's contagious. It just keeps going down the line. Um, so, yeah. Led the team with uh, a 700 batting average on the week, including 10 ribeyes uh, on the weekend, six in one game. Uh, when you, you see numbers like that, have you had a stretch in your career that you can remember a, a series, anything like this prior? Um, nothing that I can remember. I mean, there was times in high school, but never, never in college have I um, kind of been able to do what I've been doing the last couple of series. Um, you know, and when you're hot, you're hot. And it feels like it feels like it's easy, but you got to kind of keep your nose to the grindstone and uh, 
be ready to go every day. Uh, Greg mentioned those seven hits in 10 at-bats, four of those extra base hits, three of those extra base hits go out of the yard home runs. I've got to ask you because a lot of our listeners got to see when they were in attendance at last series at O-Strike Stadium. You uh, you were one of the kings of the bat foot. Did you get any <laughs> bat foot going there uh, in New York this past week? Maybe weekend? not to the extent that we had against Ball State, but uh, I definitely let that pitcher know that it was not coming back. <laughs> <clears throat> that's that's absolutely fantastic you know I, I wanted to ask you about some of the other teammates too because it seems like in baseball and, and coach roof always talks about this it seems like if one or two people can get the stick going offensively it just feeds through the rest of the team and that's certainly something we saw this weekend guys like shane easter evan signs nick jones drake pegs all hitting well over that 400 mark and then a guy like mike monahan who is someone for you guys that is more of a, in that role position gets in every once in a while but usually takes advantage of it and you talk about his weekend he gets up there and in 11 at-bats, also garner seven hits. I mean, just to see things like that, do you think that's kind of how it works, the truth of once every, once people are hitting, it just becomes contagious? Oh, for sure, for sure. And it's awesome to see that from Mike. The kid comes to practice every single day and works his butt off, and everybody was just so happy for him at the end of the day. It's super fun to see. Let's take a look kind of at your journey. I mean, a guy growing up in Claire and the outskirts uh, and the kind of the shadows of, of CMU, but you're originally recruited to, to Eastern Michigan out of high school. You go the junior college route, still find your way back to Ypsilanti. What's kind of the, the journey been for you like throughout this entire process? Oh, it's all it's all been great. Um, if I'm being honest, out of high school, I wasn't ready for a, for a four-year school. Um, coming from a small town, I mean, some people do it, but it's it's really difficult to adjust um, to a bigger, to a bigger, a bigger school. So I spent my time out in Iowa, met some great people, had some amazing coaches. And, you know, by the time I had a shoulder surgery and by the time I uh, was ready to, to move on, it was just, it, everything just kind of fell into the place and it was perfect. When you develop those relationships with the coaches and, and a guy like Eric Roof and Jonathan Roof, guys that have been in your, your shoes before and, and they're in a, a, they were in a position <clears throat> having played professional that you of course want to be one day. How has the learning process been through from learning from those guys? Oh, it's great. I mean, you, you come and you learn something new every single day. Um, I'll go back even starting at my junior college. It was every single year I was there. I mean, there was no, there was no plateau. You're just getting better and better. And it's been the same way been the same way here this is a team right now that is certainly like like you mentioned for the last couple of weeks has kind of started to turn that corner and play a little bit of better baseball 12 and 19 right now not necessarily the overall record that you would want but i know that you think and and your teammates think that the the best baseball is still ahead of you as we finish out the season over the next month or so oh for sure for sure and out of those 19 losses i mean half of them are decided within one or two runs something like that so we've always been right there and it seems like now we're kind of starting to get in a rhythm and put everything together you know it's not just hitting one game and then pitching the other game it's we're throwing the heck out of the ball and then we're hitting the crap out of it too yeah you mentioned that your your pitching staff has certainly done a nice job of keeping you in games as well. I mean, it's easy to look at a series like the St. Bonaventure series and see the run production and just look at that. But you look at some of the pitching that you got as well. A guy like Luke McGuire, who has 
kind of silently been really good all season mm-hmm. long. And then Justin Mice, who everybody knows has great stuff, has just not been able to get that support from you guys as much and has had a few innings here or there that have totally changed the game for some for him. But to see those guys go out and each throw six innings and get wins in those games, I mean, it's got to be great for you on the offensive side of things to see your your guy on the mound being able to produce so well for you as well. Oh, for sure. And they, they deserve every bit of it too. I mean, I know our offense – was uh, struggling there for a bit and stuff. And our pitchers, like you said, kept us in game and we couldn't get it done. But now it just feels like we're starting to put everything together. Get a chance to take on the Rockets of Toledo on Tuesday and then this weekend against BG uh, on the road. When you look at, at this series coming up, the, the one you have against Toledo, an opportunity to, to play a midweek game, how different has it been not to have midweek opportunities to kind of correct yourself and work on some of those things to get ready for a weekend series? Yeah, I mean, it's tough because, um, like you were saying, that is a that's a good time to work on things. Um, and maybe give a couple guys that you're going to need down the road um, an opportunity to kind of to impact the game and stuff. So it's tough there. Um, and it makes it, it seems to make the weekend feel a little bit longer at the same time. But uh, I mean, it's something that we'll have to I mean, that I think we're adjusting to well um, and kind of uh, catching uh, get, getting on a roll here. Well, and usually when you play those midweek games in traditional season, it's not against conference opponents. That's where you see mm-hmm. more games against maybe some interstate schools or some some other uh, levels of competition. But now these next three Tuesdays, you're obviously playing your weekend MAC series, but MAC games against Toledo, does it just kind of heighten the energy a little bit more knowing that tomorrow night under the lights at Ostrike is a huge game. It's a, a, a MAC game and these count for, for the MAC record. Yeah, I mean, at first we were kind of like, oh, like, that's going to be kind of tough because that's not, it hasn't been what we've been doing all year long, but um, kind of now we're starting to realize like, wow, this actually might be, this might be pretty good for us, especially coming off of the two games, same, same Bonaventure series. Take us back to early in, in the year. Uh, I think it was your second or third trip out and you guys go to Mississippi state and playing against a team like the Bulldogs under the lights down there. How much, were you able to take that experience coming from the JUCO, the, the smaller level, and knowing what now big time baseball looks like? Oh, that was it was an incredible experience. Um, I played uh, on that Friday night. I played in right field, and just I mean that's where the student section was, and having them basically on my back all game long. Like I, I heard that no- <laughs> some of them found a way to get into your text messages. Yeah, I got a text message video of me striking out. That was fun to watch. <laughs> And they actually sent me a voicemail, told me I needed to practice more. So, yeah, I mean, at the time that night wasn't really that much fun. But, you know, looking back on it now, it's like that was crazy. And I mean, I wouldn't trade anything for that experience. Greg asked you about your journey at Eastern Michigan. And now that you have been playing, you're you're in the heart of the season. You've been through the offseason with the team. What's the transition looking back? Is this the right place for you? And what have you liked most about being here uh, and part of this program. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm so happy that I chose Eastern Michigan. Um, every guy on the team, like it's just it's just a great group of guys. Um, we have fun on the field with each other. We have fun off the field with each other. It's 
it's all been positive so far. What's it going to take for you guys to finish the season now like you've been playing the last couple of weeks and really keep it going on both sides of the ball? Yeah, I mean, we just got to trust it. Like, we all we all know that we're good players. We all know that we can get it done. We just have to go up there with the confidence like we did against uh, the Bonnies and uh, just keep it going. You know, just trust your stuff, trust your bat, have some fun. We can't interview you on this podcast real quick without asking you a food-related question. That's something we talk a lot about on this show as well as, of course, all things Eastern Michigan. And now you being from Claire... Got to got to get your opinion here, and I know you're you're thin and trim, so you don't eat a lot of uh, bad food. <laughs> but if you're choosing between cops and donuts and Dom Bakeries here in, in Ipsy, what's the uh, what's the go-to? Are you which one are you choosing? I gotta. I'm a hometown boy. It's got to be cops and donuts oh. all the way, all the way. All right, squealer. Well, <laughs> put that bacon on the one. Like I'm not doing bacon on my donut. Oh, you know, I, that's what I thought at, at first too, but. Uh, I split one one time with somebody, and that's all I eat now. <laughs> it's, see, it's it's added protein, Greg. Added protein. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that protein has certainly been paying off because, like we talked about, Gabe Denton, just an incredible weekend this past week against St. Bonaventure, seven for 10, three home runs, four extra base hits, just an, an awesome weekend. And Gabe, as you continue throughout the season, we'll be excited to watch how you guys finish. And first and foremost, good luck tomorrow night against Toledo. Go get a win. Hey, thank you guys very much. There he is. That's Gabe Denton of the Eastern Michigan Baseball team right on the other side of this break we'll talk to his head coach eric roof about the impressive weekend that his baseball club had against st bonaventure and what to look forward to as eastern michigan continues in mac play first tomorrow night and then this weekend at bowling green remember you can listen and watch the game tomorrow night starting at 6 p.m on emueagles.com slash watch greg and i will have the call there bring you all things eastern michigan baseball but for now we'll take a quick break remember you're listening to the eastern insider podcast the only thing that brings you all things eastern all the time. We'll be right back after this. Looking for a ride? Trinity Transportation has the vehicle for you. From luxurious motor coaches to cozy sedans, Trinity Transportation is prepared to take you to your destination. Check out their fleet of vehicles at trinitytransportation.com or call 877-284-4200 to book today. That's trinitytransportation.com or 877-284-4200. Trinity Transportation, the official transportation provider of Eastern Michigan Athletics. Eastern Michigan baseball back at it this week. A midweek game against the Rockets of Toledo before they settle down south to take on the Falcons of BG this upcoming weekend. Before we look forward to the weekend, let's take a look back with head coach Eric Roof. You look at this weekend and what a way for your offense to get in gear. 20 runs in one performance, 13 the next against St. Bonaventure. Sometimes it's like seeing a beach ball out there when they're throwing it at you. No doubt, no doubt. You got to take it when you can get it. Um, Hitting's contagious, so it was a, a fun weekend really proud for the guys um you know we had a little bit of a layoff with the the COVID pause and then the guys had finals last week so they were able to kind of reset a little bit refresh and um the bats were swinging hot and then um we had good pitching as well when you look at it 38 hits on the weekend I know the offense was starting to turn right before the pause but sometimes that just little break mentally gets you you're back really in that groove doesn't it no doubt baseball's a funny game too and especially in the box I think the more you try the harder you try sometimes 
sometimes the less results you, you have. So it's just that fine line of staying locked in mentally, but not trying to do too much at the plate. And I think that's what we were able to see this weekend is guys were able to relax a little bit, uh, non-conference series. So um, you can get some other guys in the lineup a little bit too. And um, the guys produce. I mean, uh, it started out in the first and we just continued it going the rest of the day. Rufi, we, we're going to talk a lot about the offense this weekend. As Greg already alluded to, the impressive numbers that your team had 91 at bats, 38 hits. I mean, it was just impressive all across the board. But I also want to start really and dig deep on some of the pitching staff too because I know for you it's been important all year that your pitchers have kept you in games even when the offense has not been producing as much and it's not like you were winning these games at St. Bonaventure 20 to 15 or 13 to 11 no your pitching staff went out and still gave you a heck of a performance and it's got to be nice for you to see them continue to do that throughout the year yeah absolutely college baseball is a momentum game so um, with that momentum you get to score runs and then you got to have the shutdown innings so if you put up some runs we got to play some good defense and pitch the ball well um, so we can get back in the dugout and score score some more runs but um, Luke McGuire pitched really well it's great to see him go out there and get some run support um, some other guys coming in the pen like uh, Nick Chittum to come in there and, and give us two quality innings I think he struck out four there and then Justin Mice you know Justin's pitched well all year um, maybe the stats don't show it as well as he's pitched but it was good to see uh, our offense give him some runs so he can kind of settle in the game a little bit and um, he kind of cruised he went six innings I think struck out 11 and um, just really pitch the ball well so um really kudos to those guys we were able to keep a couple guys um fresh and didn't have to use a couple guys because i know we do have i think it's 23 games in may you know and we get a game tomorrow and then we got a game um the four games a weekend and then you got the doubleheader next week so uh a lot of pitchers are going to be used and i told i told those guys we're going to need some guys to step up and give us some some meaningful innings and um there were several guys in the pen that were able to do it for us this weekend mike monahan really a story for your team the seldom used senior has a big weekend Came up, uh, hit 636, seven hits and 11 tries, nine total bases. But he was also still overshadowed by Gabe Denton, who had an even more impressive weekend, hitting 700 with 10 total RBIs. When you hear gaudy stats like that, uh, what does it say out of those two? It's impressive. I mean, the Mike Monahan story is one of the cooler stories we have on our team. Here's a guy that we redshirted him his first year. Um, we were able to get him in there and, and travel a little bit year two. And then he just continued to work. His energy, his personality is infectious. The guys love him. Um, I saw it uh, when we played Oklahoma State a couple years ago. We actually took him on the trip last minute because a guy got hurt. And the guys feed off his 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 personality. And he's always got a smile on his face. He holds the guys accountable. Uh, but he's kind of one of our, our, our leaders on our team, even though he's not a captain. So for him to get some more reps and get some more opportunities is is really cool. And he's able to run with it. Uh, but yeah, he had seven hits. I told him, I, I think I once had seven hits, but it took me a month to get there. He got it. He got it in one day. Um, and then Gabe Denton. I mean, Gabe's been swinging the bat really well, too. And um, he's hitting for a lot of power. So it, it's it's good to see those guys have the success because I know how hard they put their work in, you know, and it's for, for Mikey. It's It's been since he's been on campus five years that he's putting the work in and um, just staying patient. You know, there's some guys that, you know, would get frustrated when they didn't get the opportunities or maybe um, you know, they feel like they're left out or whatever the case may be. But he continues to put in the work and um, just really happy for him to go out there and get the success. But uh, but yeah, just just really pleased with the effort that we had all, all weekend. Nine Eastern Michigan baseball players at St. Bonaventure hit over 400 on the weekend. Seven of those players hit better than 500. We talk about it a lot and I know you've said it before. If one or two people can get the bats going, hitting is contagious. Why is that the case? Or is it just one of those baseball things that you can't explain? I think if I knew the answer to that, I'd be a, uh, a very smart 
rich baseball player or coach, but you don't know. You don't know why it is. Um, baseball is a funny game. Baseball is a funny game. Um, there's going to be some games where you, you can't get the hit and the balls that you hit hard get hit right at it. And um, what I tell the guys is if you're true to the game, the game will always be true to you. If you try to take shortcuts in this game, you may have some success short term, but it'll eventually catch up to you. So the the mentality that we have is you just got to always put in the work. You got to always make some adjustments. You got to always stay true to yourself and stay true to the game. And then the game will reward you. I think Gabe, the thing that was funny about Gabe, seven of those hits, I think two of those were a little bit of like a little bit of a bleeder where it kind of goes off the bat. And then he smokes a ball and it's caught right at the shortstop. So, you know, he was kind of laughing on the way back to the dugout, but the game will always even itself out over the course of a year. Well, and the- there was no stream this weekend, so the listeners that are listening to this interview weren't able to watch. But I know talking to you, it's not like St. Bonaventure was just grabbing somebody off the street to throw the baseball game. I mean, they were putting out their best pitching, and you guys were still just seeing the ball so well and taking care of business. No doubt. I mean, they threw their weekend arms. They threw their weekend starters just the same way we threw our weekend starters, too. So you're not just kind of rolling the balls out there and, and kind of hoping for the best. Both teams are playing the win. You know, both teams are playing to win. You only play 56 games in college, so every game's important. And um, it's just really cool for our guys to continue to fight, continue to fight, continue to battle, and continue to learn. And now we need to just build off. You know, you build off it from the Ball State weekend, even though we took a week off. Now we build it up, build off it to the St. Bonaventure series. Now we need to build it off to, to, to uh, Toledo and then into Bowling Green. Yeah, you touched on Ball State, the last series that you had at home. For those that, that don't know, Ball State, of course, at the time was the MAC leader, uh, and you take you split the series with them. How do you use a series like that to maybe show your guys it's not far from the top to where we are? And really, since then, that gap is, is kind of closed in your ability to put up a lot of different offensive scores. Yeah, absolutely. I think you need that real organic experience. You, As a coach, you can talk about it. It's probably just like as a parent. You can talk about it to your kids. You can talk about how you need to do this or that. But until you actually experience it firsthand, I think it, it holds a lot more weight. So it's good for our guys to see that. And it kind of goes back to when we played Mississippi State. Mississippi State's one of the best teams in the country. We held our own right there. Had a chance to win a game there against them. Maybe even two games if we get some hits on Sunday. But being able to see that firsthand, they now can taste it. They now can touch it. It's real. It's tangible. They can they can experience it and they can build off of it. So instead of just, you know, maybe talking about it, they're able to see it firsthand. There's some guys in that locker room that didn't play last year. They're senior year of high school, right? So they're missing out on some experience there. They get thrown in the fire division one-wise. They're trying to still kind of get the feel for what this game looks like at the college level. Um, even some of our returning guys that still need to, to, to be able to see that. Um, so you can kind of go up and down our roster how important a series against Ball State is. And um, we could have easily came away with three, maybe even four if we swung it a little bit better. But we just got to continue to build off the momentum. And it kind of starts with consistency, just a consist- consistency of – um, putting in the work every day, which they are doing, and then trying to carry it over to having the results. COVID has changed things throughout every sports season, respectively, and it did for you this year, the new look Mac in terms of playing four-game weekend sets and not having a midweeks. And then, ironically, because of COVID now, you're going to see some midweek action the next few uh, Tuesdays here at O-Strike Stadium. So bringing back that midweek game for the first time for your team this year, how does that change some things, still knowing that you have to play four games throughout the weekends during this stretch, but also too, usually a midweek is not against a Mac opponent. And this time it is, these are still big games coming up. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, um, this year we really haven't had those midweek games. So you lose out on some opportunities for some other guys to get in the lineup or maybe get on the mound. Um, what will change is you, your pitching will have to be a little bit sharper, right? Your pitching will have to be sharper because you're going to play five to six games in a week. And then your defense needs to be a little bit sharper too, because now you got to be able to execute that double play. You got to make sure you're getting those outs when balls are put in 
play. Um, but what I like about it is you're going to have those at bats. You know, as a hitter, you want those at bats daily. Um, you want those at bats where you're you're facing live pitching, so you can kind of stay in the rhythm there. And um, you know, you can have some success. I always felt as a player that once school was out, you kind of got that second win. You got that second life. You got your legs underneath you. Um, you kind of see the finish line. You have good weather. School's out. And you're playing a lot of home games. So um, this is the time to play more games. The pitchers have built up their legs a little bit. They're p- built up their, their innings a little bit. So this is the time that you want to play a more amount of games per week rather than early in the year. And I think we're ready for that. Tomorrow, we'll have the Eagles and Rockets on All Access. You can watch it beginning at 5.50 tomorrow on your EMU mobile app or emueagles.com. When you look at Toledo, they're a club that is hovering right around the 500 mark in league play. But historically, Eastern's had their number the last 10 years, though, it's been pretty even. How do you see a matchup tomorrow going against a team that's really become offensive-minded but may not have the same strength of pitching that you've seen out of some of the Miamis and the Ball States this year? Yeah, I mean, um, got a chance to take a look at them through video the last couple weeks. They look like they swing the bat really well. You know, it's an offensive team like you're talking about. It's got some power. Um, it's got some guys up and down the lineup that can swing it. Um, so it's going to be really important for us on the mound to really attack those hitters. Pitch pitch and get strike one, right? Get strike one, win the one, one count um, and try to get those guys out just so offensively we can put together some good quality at bats, good quality at bats that can lead to some runs and then um, continue to take care of the ball. So um, looking forward to that, that, that game and that series, it's just going to be a little bit funky how it is that, that we're playing on the Tuesday. Well, and coach, you mentioned an exciting May here now for your team because school is out. You play these midweek games that are luckily going to all be at home for you, have a couple of home series. You have some easier road trips down to Bowling Green, Central Michigan. And there's also a chance for people listening in to this today to get to hang out with you and maybe some other big name kind of Eastern Michigan alums in your golf outing in a few weeks. And I know you're still looking for people to get out and join you for that. Yeah, no doubt. We're about 10 days away from our golf outing and our 1970 reunion, which is going to be May 15th. So May 15th, we will play a doubleheader against Northern Illinois with a four o'clock start. But before that, we'll have our golf outing with a nine o'clock tee time um, shotgun start. Um, That's always one of the the funnest events of the year, you know, to bring the alums back on campus to get some parents out there. Um, Love to have a little bit more people come out there, too. Um, There could be some going to be some pretty big names coming out there to uh, support the Eagles and um, to have a fun, fun weekend. So to honor the 1970 team that won a national title, that's really cool because that's what it's all about winning championships, um, making memories, and then hearing those stories. Those guys that were on that 1970 team still talk about that team and that year like it was yesterday. They still talk about that team in that year like our guys would talk about it. So it's going to be really cool for our players, too, to get to hear that story and be around them and uh, be able to share that experience with those guys. Yeah, how important is it for your current roster to not only know the history of the team, but really I know that you spend a lot of time focusing on diving deep into it, getting the players back, letting them know who the players are now, connecting those generations, really having your players understand what Eastern Michigan baseball has looked like historically. Why is that so important to you? It's important because those were the guys that laid the groundwork for the program. You know, you're talking about that 70 team that had guys like Terry Collins, Rocky Rowe, um, Coach Ostrike, Roger Coriel. Those are just some of the names that were on that list, but they laid the, the foundation for the program that has had success. You go back, they won a national title. They played in two college world series. 
you have hundreds of guys that have played professional baseball, a um, bunch of guys that have played the major leagues, guys that have won Cy Young. So it's just really cool for our guys to see it because that's our their goal too. Their goal is to continue to play at the next level too. And it kind of starts by winning championships. When you win championships, a lot more guys have that opportunity to play at the next level. So it's just really cool to link the classes and the years together from the 70s years to the 80s years, 90s, the 2000s, and so on. Well, we sit here in your office doing this interview. You have the trophy over your shoulder. How much inspiration does that give you each day when you sit and look at that? It, it is it is huge. I mean, think about it. You know, a team that um, until Michigan made it to their run just a couple of years ago, we were the last team in the Midwest to play for a national title. Last team, Eastern Michigan. Um, it, ta- it, it gives you tremendous pride. It gives you tremendous pride whenever you can talk about it to alums, talk about it to recruits, talk about it to current players, and just let them know that, hey, this was achieved. It was achieved. Nineteen In the 1970s, they, they went to the College World Series, 75 and 76. Um, it can be done. Yep. And it can be done here. So that's the thing that you kind of just want to continue to build off of. Eric, appreciate your time. As always, good luck against Toledo tomorrow. We'll have you on the pregame show. We hope everybody can tune in tomorrow beginning at 5.50 on emueagles.com. For Alex Jewell, I'm Greg Steiner saying thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Eastern Insider Podcast. We'll catch you on the air tomorrow, or you can always listen to this one on demand wherever you may be. That's it for this edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Thanks for listening. For Greg Steiner, I'm Alex Jewell reminding you to visit emueagles.com slash podcasts or go to SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your digital media to stay connected with us every Monday. As always, follow us on social media for the most up-to-date information on EMU Athletics.